Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly and Kim Bolato in The Oil Patch on News Talk 550 KTSA. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, your co-host, along with Kim Bolato, for the CEO and publisher of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. And our show is presented by Steer. And with us this evening is going to be a very special guest, Senator Carlos Schuresti. But first, let's talk to Ms. Bellato, Ms. Kim, about what's going on in the Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. There's some exciting things. You've got some parties going on in Corpus Christi. You were at the Stock Show and Rodeo. Just all kinds of great things. One of the things that we love to do at Shell is be out on location and meeting people and talking about what we're doing and, and helping educate on oil and gas and topics of Shell and its place. So we were at the uh, San Antonio Stock Show Rodeo, met a lot of wonderful people, had the best weather, and we just really enjoyed being out there and hanging out and meeting some people from the committees and stuff. And there's a lot of people that come to the Stock Show Rodeo that have kids in these smaller communities that are involved in oil and gas. So it's a great place to meet up with not just agricultural people, but us, the oil and gas people, because those oil and gas people are from South Texas, and South Texas has got a lot of ranches and a lot of animals and a lot of 4-H clubs. So a lot of those folks show up at the San Antonio Stock Show. That's true. There's a lot of royalty owners as well. And yeah, so rich ones this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of the guests that I took down to the stock show and rodeo was uh, one of the railroad commissioners, Commissioner David Porter. And no, that we were was a able... great experience. I enjoyed meeting him. What a nice man. Yes. One of the best railroad commissioners out of the three. We have three of them and they are all fabulous. Tell us about your event in Corpus. Well, we just recently partnered with the Corpus Christi Ice Rays. It is their uh, semi-pro hockey team. And um, we're real excited to have them on as a partner. We have gone into a partnership that would include a really great mixer that we would be working in meeting some of their corporate sponsors and bringing in some of ours. And then also um, we've partnered with them that their bus travels throughout the state of Texas on games that they are playing. And on one side of the bus is the Corpus Christi Visitors Bureau, and on the other side will be Shell Magazine's. Uh, logo. I know. We were so excited when that happened. I was like, You what? live a blessed life, lady. You live a life. You live a very blessed life. You know kid. what I think it is, is I don't think it's me. I think it's the magazine. I think that it has really done a great job of bridging together the oil and gas with the business sector. And we do a lot of educational formats and uh, or formatting. And so I think it's all of those things that make the magazine a very big success and very likable. And I personally, I like your logo, the green and everything. It looks really neat. You can see that when you see this, even from a long distance, you can you notice it right away. Great colors. Did you put that together? Or is that one of your graphic people? It was one of our graphics designers. She's got a flair for that, uh, and she's just amazing. She's actually the one who puts together the magazine as well, and it's just top-notch. She's top-notch. Now, if you want more information, we're going to do this again throughout the show, but if you want more information about Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, uh, you can go to shale, that's S-H-A-L-E, mag.com. Is that right? Yes. Shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag.com. And so you can get more information. And uh, if people are listening, too, and they want to get a copy of the magazine, you've got them just about everywhere, don't you, Kim? Yes. Uh, we have them in H-E-B, gyms, in Corpus. They are all in the hotels and the restaurants. In the Eagle Ford, the same thing down the corridors. We drop in Houston, and we also drop in the Permian Basin uh, since we are statewide, uh, we pretty much have a fingerprint on both Shell Plays Permian Basin and the Eagle Ford Shell. Well, if you're in the um, 
South Texas area and you uh, like great steaks, then you probably know about the Palm Restaurant on Houston Street. And I was talking, we were talking a while ago to some friends, and they were mentioning something else they have at Palm Restaurant, which I'm, this gift of is good for too, is giant lobsters. So if you like a lobster, or if you like great steaks, we have a $125 gift of it that we're going to give away right now. And all they have to do is call 210-240-7188, 210-240-7188, and be the 10th caller. And you, your friend is the manager down there, is that correct? Yes, John Edwards is the manager, and he is a partner of Shell. Pretty much, there's a lot of oil and gas executives and individuals that come to San Antonio for training or live here or visiting within the Eagle Ford Shell, and uh, they will stop by the Palm. And so we've had a great relationship with them. Our magazines are there distributed at the restaurant, and, um, you know, the food is just one of the best. So we're letting out kind of a little safety. secret. If you want to hobnob with the oil and gas people, that's probably one of the places that they hang out at in San Antonio. I would agree with you. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? Well, if you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle. So, yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat. The Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason, the best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. Take I-35 South to the Fisher Road exit and follow the signs. Call 210-635-5000 or log on to NPToyota.com. North Park Toyota is a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. Well, we've got a very special guest, and I know a good friend of yours, Senator Carlos Uresti. Senator, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Roy. It's good to be with you all. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Now, I've heard your name around. Uh, I have grew up in San Antonio many, many years, and uh, I like to ask people in public service, which you've been in for many years, what was your inspiration? Sometimes it's their father, their mother, an uncle. Sometimes they saw somebody that was a public official. But what was your inspiration that got you down the road in public service? What people don't realize is I grew up in Lytle, Texas, just south of San Antonio, a little small town uh, when I was a, a kid. So I, I learned to appreciate the finer things in life and knowing that you had to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps, so to speak. And my parents, both my mother and my father, always taught me to never forget where you come from. And I didn't quite understand what they meant back then, but I do now. And so as I represent my district, which is the large, third largest district in Texas, I keep that in mind. And so I, we eventually moved to the south side of San Antonio where I spent most of my, my years and went to college at St. Mary's University. Mm-hmm. I decided to join the Marine Corps, so I went active duty in the Marines um, what served, was that like? You know, <laughs> what was your perception yeah. and what was reality? Because you see all the posters, be a man. Right. And then you get in there and you go through all that and you're like, am I sure I want to be this much of a man? Well, it, 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 the Marines are always looking for a few good men. Yeah. And my brother was a Marine and I looked up to him and I thought I wanted to be a Marine. Of course, they make it look easier than it is. I enlisted as a private, went back to college and then was commissioned as an officer in the right. Marines. That's, and, that's quite a leap. And it was uh, the best move that I've ever made. In fact, my son, Carlos Jr., joined the Marines several years ago. So it's ago. a family tradition now. It's family tradition, one we're very proud of, and one that I can point to in addition to my parents. 
as a reason for some of the successes that I've had. And, and again, learning how to have character and to have courage and to deal with people and, and to provide that public service. And then I met a, a, a man named Frank Tejeda. Yeah, he was also. He was also a Was he not a con- Congressional Medal? He was not he, a Congressional he, he Medal. He was a congressman. Of, he won a lot of awards. He so. did, and he was a young Marine. He was from the South Side, went to Harlandale, which was, you know, I went to McCullum, and I met him in, in the Marine Corps. He was a young, young lieutenant. I was a young private. But somebody I looked up to, he was a mentor, and sadly he passed away at the age of 51. And cancer. From brain cancer. But so different folks and factors that had influences on my life and helped provide some strength. He certainly was a good example because I'm also from the South Side. And uh, I remember him coming up, and he was a mentor to people when Hispanics in the area didn't have many mentors. Exactly. Henry B. Gonzalez was a big one, but Henry B. was in Washington a lot. And, right. But Mr. Tejeda was somebody who was out there amongst the people. Exactly. And so that's a great, what better person could you pattern your right. life about it than somebody who had done so many wonderful things for people. Exactly. And he was the state rep, and he was a state senator for the same district that I represent, and then moved on to Congress uh, where he served many years until his, his passing. So that's kind of where I started and well, again, what provided some of that structure and influences on my life. Well, we're we're so happy to have you here because you, you're from our community and you've gone and done many great things and put tireless amount of hours and time into this job and trying to help people. And Kim Velado, CEO and publisher of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, as you know, you all are friends and partners. Kim's going to be here and we're going to talk a little bit to you about some of the things that you're doing. And Kim? Senator Aristi, one of the things that I was not aware of is I know you've been a senator for a, a very long time. You have a, an amazing track record, but you also do have a company that is a consulting company that is somewhat engaged and involved in oil and gas. And I know as being a senator, there is a small amount of money that is paid to you. I believe it's what, 600 a month? $600 a month. Most okay. people don't believe that, but it, it, I have the uh, pay stub to show for that. Yeah, I do believe that it is that. And so you obviously have to find a way of making a living, what do you do outside of session? And we talk a little bit about how you are earning a living. Sure. And, and I want to thank you for inviting me to be on your show, Kim. And, and Roy, I got to tell you, she's being a little modest. Kim's being a little modest when she talks about the success of Shell Magazine. It's obviously because of Kim Bellotto, first and foremost, and her personality. And hey, I would buy a copy if I met Kim. Yeah. <laughs> and able to <laughs> bring people so together. Nice. And, and I think that's the, the, the key to the success of the magazine. But yeah, it's true. We make $600 a month, but obviously I don't do it for the pay. I enjoy what I do as the state senator. And again, third largest district. It goes from the south side of San Antonio down into the Eagle Fort Shell. I have several counties, Atascosa, Dimmit, Frio, Zavala, all the way out to West Texas to Fort Stockton. And I have a good part of the, the Permian Basin as well. So I'm bookend, if you will, by both of the shell plays, um, which provides a unique opportunity for my business, Turning Point Strategies, and which is, you know, the idea behind Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or, or a company that has been doing very well, been very successful, but maybe wants to move to the next level. So they're at a t- turning point, if you will. And they're looking, think outside the box, and that's where we come in to provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner, you know, at that point that they've reached where they need more help, need some consulting services. And so that's what we do, and we've done that for several years, been very successful. 
helped a lot of different companies at many different levels uh, succeed. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas. The team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Well, now that we've had a little bit of a market change in gas prices and, and oil prices, can you tell me, do you see a difference in turning point strategies where your normal client has kind of changed more into assistance and acquisitions, mergers? Do you handle those things as well? Absolutely. I've been saying this for years, even when the price of barrel was over 100 bucks, There are still challenges that have presented themselves in the Eagle Ford. But for every challenge, there's an opportunity. Hence, challenging opportunities. And I think even more so now, you once again have different types of challenges, as you mentioned, Kim, but there are opportunities. True. And, and so for the right business that can capitalize on that, take advantage of those challenges and turn them into opportunities, there's so many different avenues that they can take. And that's where we come in to provide those different consulting services, to put groups together, to put people together. I have a, a tremendous network of, of companies that I work with and consult with and just meet by, you know, the nature of my, my role. And so it pr- provides opportunities that I think otherwise wouldn't be there for them. Great. Well, if somebody wanted to take advantage of your company or just get a consulting opportunity with you, how are they going to reach you? Well, uh, they're always welcome to call me as, as their senator, of course, but if they're looking to Turning Point Strategies, then they could call our office number 920 920- Four two 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 one zero nine two zero four two two two. Okay, and we'll give that number out at the end of okay. the, the show as well. But I want to jump right into the session because obviously we are in the midst of it. And you passed a bill last session that allowed state grants for county road improvement in the energy sector in uh, counties using some of the oil and gas severance tax. So how is that working? And do you expect additional funding or changes? to the law this session? Absolutely. As everybody that is doing business or has done business down in the Eagle Ford, I think the number one concern and or complaint that they'll tell you or make is the lack of infrastructure. And by that, I mean the roads, particularly the county roads. You know, those roads were built 40, 50 years ago, and they weren't built to withstand the the trucks that weigh 80,000 pounds. I mean, they just weren't. So they are falling apart. They're very dangerous in certain areas in the Eagle Ford. So what we did for the first time that anyone can recall in Texas history is provide state funding for our county roads. That's always been delegated to the counties, of course. The last session, I was able to appropriate $225 million to go down into the energy sector roads, the county roads. That's in addition to what, else, what the other monies that we're spending through TxDOT. 
So it, it was very successful. I think over 190 counties applied and out of the 254 counties in Texas. So it was almost, it was probably too successful, if you will, because everybody participated, which was great. But the $225 million has pretty much been allocated. So this legislative session, which started last in January, uh, we're hoping to get additional funding for the program for specifically for the county roads. And again, those counties that are in the energy sector. Well, if there's one nice thing about the situation at hand is I think that with a little bit of a slowdown that we're occurring, it will allow these counties hopefully some opportunity and some time yeah, to, to start working on these things that are so absolutely necessary to continue on growth. Exactly. And maybe slow down the traffic a little bit, the 18-wheelers a little bit to allow them to come in, fix those roads, and, and not just you know, patch over, which they're having to do a lot of, but hopefully do some permanent infrastructure, which is what we need. And what I've been saying for years is that, you know, the – Eagle Ford and the Permian are the golden goose for Texas right now. The reason we've been so prosperous for a large part is because of the production coming out of those two plays. So you have to protect the golden goose. And if you if you let these roads fall apart. I'm laughing because I remember you think about it, that golden goose has been oil for a long time for Texas. It's absolutely. just started laying eggs again. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have to be smart about it. We have to be wise. Invest in our infrastructure. It'll you know, be there forever. Something you said I think is real important is that about opportunity and challenges. You're right. There's a challenge right now because of what's happening to the oil price of oil. But the opportunity is, is that a lot of the things and people that have lived in the South Texas area, and you know what I'm talking about, Senator, this happened so quickly. It changed their towns overnight, ruined their roads. Nobody, could, But nobody could have anticipated what was going to happen. I lived in Pleasanton for several years, and I go back there and I see what's going on now, and it doesn't even look like the same community, and this is the way it is in all of South Texas. It'll give people a chance to take a breather, take a look at things, get the state to step in, some of the different people to come in that are involved in this, and fix some of the problems that they've had that they literally haven't had not. They couldn't have fixed it because of all the traffic. Exactly. So it's a great opportunity now for us to take a look and say, hey, here's where we're at now. Let's fix it. It's coming back. Let's make it better. Right. I think everybody – you're right, Roy, and I think – and everyone – believes and we hope that the price of oil will rebound this summer and it'll start to work its way back up to a modest number. Maybe not it may not reach 107 again, I hope it does, but if it doesn't, you know, some there there'll be a sweet spot that I think everybody will be able to once again prosper as a result of that. And that's down to the you know the communities, the schools, and of course every business from you know your small mom and pops all the way to your Fortune five hundred companies. I never thought I would say I wish the price of gas would go up again. Right. <laughs> I mean, I never thought I would say that, exactly. but it's like, okay, God, I'm ready for the gas to go back in where all this stuff can come back again because so many people were involved in this and there's a lot of money coming from it, a lot of uh, prosperity, and you hate to see these people lose their jobs. Exactly. exactly. And, and as an elected official, I just want to say that I'm very happy and proud that you thought about your district. It is really easy to get caught up in the money and get caught up in all of the wonderful things that are happening but at the end of the day, the, the towns and the communities that are experiencing these troubles, that there was somebody looking out for them. And I know we need a lot more money for roads, and maybe we will find the solution to, to get more money. But at least you were forward thinking and trying to pass these bills. Are there any other areas that you were focusing on this session? And if so, why in, in the oil and gas sector? Yes, I'm fortunate to sit on the Natural Resources Committee, and I've, I've done so during my tenure as a state senator for the last nine years or so. And natural resources, obviously, 
overseas oil, gas, water, air, solar, you know, all of those very important and vital issues to the state of Texas. In addition to those issues, Natural Resources Committee includes economic development, which is a new part of that committee. So all of those economic development activities that we all want to see happen in Texas, and not just in the Eagle Ford shell, of course, but across this great state, those issues will come before our committee. So our committee has just started meeting a few weeks ago. The session ends at the end of May. You know, we meet for five months every two years. So we've got to get all of our work done in those five months. We're not like Congress, thank goodness. We're not like Congress up in D.C. where they meet year-round all the time. You know, our legislature meets for five months every two years. And I think that's a good thing. I think we can we come in, we roll up our sleeves, we work together in a bipartisan manner. Again, we're not like D.C. I mean, Democrats and Republicans knock out 95% of the issues in Austin without there being any partisan disagreement. There's a few issues, of course, but on these basic issues like economic development and helping out, the, you know, being pro-business and pro-education, for the most part, partisan issues fall to the wayside. Um, so that's a big, for me, one of the biggest committees. In addition to that, for the first time in my career, I'm on Senate Finance. Most people don't realize this, but San Antonio has not had a senator on Senate Finance for 18 years. Ooh, that's a long Congratulations. time. Yeah. So for two, almost two decades, we have not, we've had other senators that represent the area, but somebody from San Antonio on Senate Finance has not happened in 18 years. And so I'm excited about that. Because now we're, we have someone at the table, and we can, you know, fight a little more, a little harder. I'm a Marine, so I know how to fight and try to bring home a little more for our area. So I'm excited about that. Great. Well, I'm going to just jump off tangent real quick and just say how excited I was to see one of my good friends, Senator, well, he's now Senator Menendez, make it and replace Vanderpute as far as winning the uh, election. So I'm real happy for him, and, and I think he's going to do great. Well, we're, Senator. Yeah, absolutely. I think Jose Menendez, who's from San Antonio, I was actually the master of ceremonies at his swearing in this week. It was a, an exciting day, of course, for him and his family. But all of San Antonio, you could tell, they're just beaming with pride. We're glad to have him. I think he's going to be a perfect fit into the Texas Senate, and he's going to hit the ground running. And I saw him, his, him and his staff yesterday moving in, and, and they'll be ready to go to work on Monday. Good job. Good job. I know your territory is basically you have two shell plays that you cover. Is it a Permian Basin? I know you kind of briefly discussed what your areas are, but I just want to go back over that to make sure that I understand what territories you cover. Yeah, so I go from San Antonio. I go down to Atascosa, Dimmit, Frio, Zavala, Maverick, Uvalde. Got 17 counties. Go all the way to the far west, Alpine, Fort Stockton, Pecos. How many miles you put on your car? Oh, I just hit 152,000 miles (laughs) on my car, and I'm going to squeeze out another 50,000. I'm trying to hit the 200,000. And your Fort Stockton's in your area? Yes, sir. I was at the water festival. You ever been to that? I have. It, it, and when they told me they had a water festival in Fort Stockton, in Fort Stockton, but they had, had a big deal up there. I went up there. We had a big roadrunner out there, and I have an office. So I have an office in, in Pecos mm-hmm. in, in Reeves County, and I have an office in Eagle Pass and one in San Antonio. Wide-ranging area, but different cultures, too. Different cultures. Not good or bad, just Absolutely. very different. Well, you're right, Roy. I mean, I represent 850,000. Folks from, again, you know, south side of San Antonio to Helotus. Keeps to you busy. East side of San Antonio, downtown, all the way out to far west Texas. It keeps me busy, and I love it. All right. Any specific bills that we should keep our eye on in oil and gas exploration or production here in Texas? 
anything really pressing that you see coming towards this year's session or you're going to be covering? All of my bills. Yeah, keep okay. an eye on all of my bills. <laughs> That's why I'm asking a waitress, what's the best yeah. on the menu? Yeah. Well, there are some that are a little more touchy sure. than others, You're a little right. more important that we as businesses as well as oil and gas should be trying to keep an eye on. Absolutely. And I think you're going to see natural gas be a very important issue this next legislative session. I would look out for that. Of course, I'm working with the Texas Oil and Gas Association. I talked to the former commissioner, but Todd Staples, who's the president of Texas Oil and Gas, this morning on some issues that will be pro-industry, but at the same time, you know, protect our environment as well. Good. Great. Senator Carlos Uresti, thank you so much for being on our show today. It's an honor. You're welcome. A real honor to have you here. As I said, I grew up on the south side. We appreciate all the things you do, and we know you've been a lot of time, a lot of hours, but we want to say thank you for the work you do, and as well as many other people out there listening right now. I love what I do. I'm, I'm honored to represent District 19, and, and, and I know that it's a, an honor, and I won't let my constituents down. Kim, uh, real briefly, a little bit more about the Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. We just released our latest issue in which our cover is the Wood Group. It's an international company. They have about 70 different companies underneath their belt. It's a massive company, an amazing company. They have two co-presidents. So our readers should pick up a magazine. You can find us online at shellmag.com. We're at HEBs from Corpus Christi all the way to Houston, Permian Basin, San Antonio, and the Eagle Ford Shell. So if they want to get a copy, if they want to get a subscription, all they have to do is just contact us at shellmag.com. Senator Uresti, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Roy. Thank you. And Kim Blatto, thank you for being with us. And you're listening in. Thank you for listening to us to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Howard. Have a good week. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly and Kim Bellato. Heard Saturday nights from 10 to 10.30 p.m. on News Talk 550 KTSA. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.